calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome back to Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet where you can find the uncensored version of me. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and my lap is my not lap dog, too big to exist dog, Blaze. Um, he's here podcasting with me. Where you can't see and who's not participating is Emily, who's just on the other side of the couch doing other work. I just thought I should let you know who's in the room in case you hear weird noises or just want to know what's up in my life. Hi. How you doing? Uh, today... It's just me. I wanted to do another solo one. I'm trying these out. I feel like every other episode I might do a solo one, but if you guys hate them, I'll stop. That's up to you. It's what you guys want. But uh, uh, today, I personally wanted to hear more of your guys' dirty, uncensored, weird, off-the-mark confessions. So I asked you on Instagram yesterday. If you don't follow me, please do. Miss our baller on Instagram. Um, I asked you guys to send in yours anonymously. And we're going to read them, and I'm going to respond. And that's what today epi- today's episode is. Words. I can say them. Ready? Let's begin. Here we go. So, the first one. Okay. I, also, I haven't read these yet. I had Emily pick them out and send them to me. So, these are what she deems biz- bizarre. Is that a word I can use? Bizarre? I think so. All right. <clears throat> I wish I could say the names. This user says... I peed behind a bush on a first date, got it on my shoe, and my flip-flop was squeaking the rest of the night. So you didn't get it on your shoe. You got it on your foot. Also, I mean, listen, I'm pretty sure Abby peed in a bush in front of me within like the first week of knowing me. Um, I, I think that's kind of like normal. I feel like people don't talk about that, but I feel like people pee in bushes more often than we think. Um, and also, you got it on your flip-flop. We squeak in the rest of the night. That's pretty funny. I enjoy that. Um, I used to dip... This is a new person. I used to dip my PB&J in ranch as a kid. No. No. That's not... That's disgusting. I mean, I'm not one to judge. I am one to judge. I'm judging you. Uh, but I used to put mayonnaise on my bagels because I thought that was the same thing as cream cheese. I thought that all white substances were the same. 
but to dip your PB&J in ranch? You can't do that. You can't do a, a smooth peanut butter, a fruity jam, and then a, an herby milk. That's, that's a no-go for me. Um, there's another one here I think I'm supposed to read. Oh, okay. I slept with my stepbrother this year. Sounds made up, and I wish it was. Big regrets. They don't say Americans have culture. So, um, I don't know what to say here. I hope that your stepbrother became your stepbrother recently in your, in your older years of age. That sounds like some weird Pornhub fetish stuff. Uh, so, one, I hope it was consensual when it happened. But two, I maybe don't do that. That seems messy. I mean, it's legal, but also I think there's a line. I think there's a line. I actually knew someone once who dated, was dating a a chick in high school, and then their parents met. Uh, like their both their parents um had they had divorced parents, and then his dad met his girlfriend's mom, whom and they were both single, and they ended up dating and getting married while their kids were in high school dating each other. And I'm like, that is the only way I think it is acceptable. I, that whole thing is weird, but I, that was the only way acceptable. Or I was like, okay, you dated your step brother, sister, because y'all didn't know each, like you were the reasons your parents met. Uh, but they, the kids ended up breaking up because it was high school. And then they had to see each other all of the time because their parents married each other. And I think that's sad. But also, hey, don't sleep with your step-siblings. That's, that seems messy. That makes for awkward family reunions. Also, has anyone taken a look at the movie Clue? That's creepy. Clueless, not Clue. Clueless, where the main character is a 16-year-old girl and her stepbrother is like 22 and in college and they fall in love. That's not okay. That's not okay. She was 16. He was 22. There's a whole bunch of not okay in that. And step siblings. Okay. Mm. Next user. At work, my panty liners came unstuck and fell out the bottom of my jeans as I walked. Oh, no. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, did you notice or did someone else notice? Because that also, do you ever notice things about yourself? And then you're like, okay, no one said anything. Maybe no one noticed. But then you also thought maybe everybody noticed and just no one said anything to me. So I'm so sorry. I've had a lot of times, not a lot. I've had stuffing from a, a, a push-up bra come out um, and been caught. I've had, I've, I've used panty liners on the insides of my shirts in my armpits so I wouldn't get sweat stains. But I got so sweaty that they unstuck and unstuck and then they started coming out the sleeve of my of my shirt. So that's happened. I haven't had a panty liner. I have had okay, this is one. This is gross. This is the uncensored part of this podcast. I'm giving one of my confessions. Uh there was a time where I decided to just go commando for a year in college. Uh, my roommate and I were just like, screw underwear, went commando. Didn't matter what we were wearing. Jeans, shorts, pajamas, skirts. Well, she wore skirts. I did not. 
Uh, we were commando. Don't know why, just happened. And I remember wearing loose shorts one day and I'm standing there and I felt a drip down my leg. I looked down and I had discharge coming down my leg. It was my own discharge. Um, I started wearing underwear again after that. There's underwear is there for a reason. Um, it, it helps keep things in. We leak things as human beings. We all leak. Uh, and I think we need to keep all that in just because it's sanitary reasons for sanitary reasons. So I'm going to say like, I like going commando in my pajamas, but the second I have to be a functioning human in the world in society, or I have people come over, I got to put underwear on. That's just where it is. Love it when I'm just me and Abby at home chilling, no responsibilities. Doesn't matter what flash is where when humans show up, you got to put your underwear on. But, uh, A panty liner, that's no fun. That's no fun. I'm so sorry. All right, next one. Once I spent a solid eight days without pooping because I was out of toilet paper. There's no way. There's, that cannot be the only reason that you didn't take a shit. That you could go, you could go to the grocery, was this during COVID where you couldn't go anywhere and toilet paper was out everywhere? I mean, no, there are so many solutions to this. Here's one, take a poop take a shit, and then hop in the shower. Clean yourself. There... <laughs> use, tissue t- use tissue paper. Use a paper towel and throw it away outside. There are so many options to fix your lack of toilet paper thing. Also, go to the store. Unless this was during COVID when toilet paper was out everywhere, or maybe you, you're dirt poor and you have no, no money. I'm, I'm, you go walk into a 24-hour fitness and be like, hey, I just left something real quick. Go take a shit and then hop in one of their showers real quick. Get it done. If there's a will, there's a way. If there's a problem, I'll solve it. But please, that's so unhealthy to keep your poop in for that. I'm, wait, I, I hear people talk about how like they can't poop in public or they can't poop on vacation, so they, they hold it in. I can't do that. When my shit says it's time to, for my grand debut, for my grand release, there, there's no stopping it. I have like a max 10-minute window before I have to find a bathroom. And I'm not like, it's not explosive diarrhea. It's very much just like, I'm a very healthy pooper. There's no way I could keep my poop in out of pure will for eight days straight. There's not a chance. So I, I applaud you for your sphincter. And, and its strength and its abilities. But I am confused b- by, by how you're able to do it, but also like a little concerned for your concern of your health and your lack of concern for your health and that you, can't, you wouldn't figure out what else you could do without toilet paper. Because toilet paper is, is a relatively new invention considering the span of human beings. So I, I feel like you could have done something unless you were just like didn't really need to poop that bad and you were just chilling because like you, you didn't have much to eat I don't know but eight days just pure will that seems like a lot next user I accidentally poured my heart out to my ex while his new girl was standing behind him wait oh wait how did you ask ac- wait <laughs> so many questions 
you accidentally poured your heart out? Like the words just came out without you knowing or you poured your heart out without realizing his new girl was standing behind him. That could have gone either way. She could have been someone that was like, damn, I got a good one. Or like, what the fuck? This is toxic. I need out of this. That could have gone either way for her. For you, I'm just sorry, because that's very embarrassing if he didn't take you back. Um, that's rough. I would say if you're going to pour your heart out to someone, make sure that it, they're, they're alone. It's private. Uh, you want to make sure it's the best circumstances possible. I feel like romance movies, like rom-coms, taught us that if you do these grand gestures, it'll all work out. That's not really how life works. Grand gestures usually just kind of look kind of looked at as desperate or stalkerish or, you know, not that great. I feel like humans don't actually respond to those very well. Or someone's ex is, or someone's new person is standing behind them. All right. Next person. I thought you were JoJo's mother for two years. Should I be offended by how old you think I am? I would have had to have her when I was 12 years old. Yes, there is quite a big age difference between the two of us, but uh, it's not that large. Also, we look nothing alike. We're both just really tall and gay, but we only came out two years ago, so I don't... I think this is a you issue. I don't think this is a me issue. I think this is a you issue. I am in no way JoJo's mother. I know a lot of people thought that we were like grossly, weirdly, inappropriately had like a thing or dating, which was, I again, people just don't understand that two people can be friends while both being gay, I guess, but that's just a whole other thing. But uh, yeah, I think this is a you, a you issue, not a me issue. Um, before I move on to many more confessions, which I'm getting a kick out of, uh, let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor! ZocDoc, ZocDoc is our sponsor for today. If you've lived life at all, you know that sometimes you just have to compromise, especially when you're dealing with finances or other people in your life. It's just inevitable. But when it comes to your health, there should be no compromising. So don't go to those doctors that don't listen to you or take slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book appointments with doctors who you feel comfortable with that listen to you and prioritize your health. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. There is no compromising with ZocDoc. You have more options than you're even aware of. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. If you want to try it out, I highly suggest it. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Rachel and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com slash Rachel. ZocDoc.com slash Rachel. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, next one. I used to stick my finger up my ass when I took a shit if the poop wouldn't come out. No! You had such a poopy finger! Ew, okay, one, if you touch poop, like, that's gross or whatever. Dude, that shit got, yeah, literal shit got up your fingernails. Are you for real? Like, I'm not against, like, a finger up the butt if that's what you're into, but, like, for poop matters? Listen, I have two tricks to get your constipated poop out. One, it, my sister uh, and the internet have, have taught me this. Like, if, if that poop is on the edge, it's just not coming out. Stick your finger up your vagina. This is just for, for those who have vaginas. Stick your finger, your thumb up your vagina and scrape the back wall. Don't scrape, but like rub the back wall in a downward motion, like against the poop. So, and you'll feel the poop and you push it out basically. But instead of sticking your finger up your butt into the literal poop, into the literal shit, you're doing it into your vagina, which isn't as gross. Um, You don't want to get poop up your fingernails. Did you know the inventor of Ferris wheels died? from ingesting poop. It's a thing, guys. So don't stick your fingers up your butt. If you have a vagina, stick your finger up of your vagina and just push it out using the wall between your butthole and your vagina hole. Do that. Also, another one, this is one I use. This might be TMI, but like, hey, it works. If again, if it's just like right on the edge, it's like constipated, like too big, can't get out. You put one leg up a little bit, like you put yourself in a squat motion, and then you push, for lack of a better word, the taint, uh, the little, the little, uh, the space between the butthole and the vagina hole. You push on that, and it kind of opens up your butthole a little bit more, and the poop will come out. Again, you don't have to touch the poop. You could touch more sanitary things around the poop. Wash your hands afterwards, regardless. Emily is staring. This chick stuck her finger up her ass to get her poop out. I'm telling you, there's more sanitary ways to get your poop out your butthole. <sighs> All right. Next. I only, okay. <laughs> this was an ego blow. You bitch. You fucking bitch. <laughs> she didn't need to put this in. Emily said, you fucking, you needed this. You needed this because I've been in a grumpy mood for the past two days. And you wanted to humble me. You wanted to humble me. I have been grumpy. I have been stressed. (sighs) I'll read it. I'll read it. I only follow you because my best friend was obsessed with you and talked about you 24-7. Wow. Some things don't need to be said. Like, some things don't need to be said. Emily is dying laughing in the corner. (laughs) Would you screenshot and send this to me after I said you weren't going to be in this episode? (laughs) <laughs> was the, like what was this? <laughs> yeah, 
You have your happiness. You have your serotonin from this. You just be over there. <laughs> Why would you send me this? I don't think people realize just their words. Who sends this? <laughs> who sends this? I said that's why she's picked it. Because who sends this? Yeah, that's a. That's a, I actually get stuff like this a lot. I only follow you because of this, or like I don't watch your videos anymore. I'm like, okay, thanks. Didn't some people just say things? I don't think they realize. One, I think the screen really just like disassociates them. But another level is when you have more followers, people don't think either one you'll see the stuff or two they think it's funny or like for something um i don't know what they think but like no one would say this no we've had people say it to our faces we've had people like a lot of people say like uh to colleen or i like i don't watch you but i watch your sister <laughs> We're like okay or like i found you i like i didn't know who you were but then i found you through your sister both of us have gotten that We're like okie dokie or like I don't really watch you but like I heard of you and like it's just like weird things we're like I don't know what their goal is or what they think the reaction is going to be from it we we're always nice because we're not going to be dicks but sometimes words are a little hurtful this one is it was funny because I knew M picked it out and that's the only reason I'm finding humor from this but I'm glad your friend talked about me 24 7 are they gay <laughs> okay here's another my pet cow is pregnant and has a massive udder, and I genuinely contemplated drinking her milk. Wait, isn't that what, how people get cow's milk? Well, <laughs> Emily just mimed drinking it straight from the udder. Wait, isn't this how people get milk, though? What's, I, don't wanna, I don't understand what the thing is. It's because it's your pet cow and not like a dairy cow? But like... Can't you milk her? That's what she's for. It doesn't hurt them, right? I don't drink dairy. I don't consume dairy because of the way it's mass produced and it's not healthy for the cow. And they like basically rape them to get them to um, have milk in their system and then like stick them in these machines that do hurt them and run them dry and they don't have a life. So that's why I'm against milk. But like if it's your pet cow and she's got a little extra glass of milk laying around in an udder, isn't, is that okay? I'm confused, but what else is new? Okay. My first, okay, this is a new person. My first time doing anything sexy, the guy accidentally put his finger in my asshole. Usually, okay. <laughs> I have heard, okay, I've gotten like drunk being like, whoops, I got like, I touched the outer rim <laughs> of the asshole drunk. I, uh, but, like, I haven't accidentally slipped a whole finger in there. Maybe because I understand the vagina a little bit more. But there's been times where, like, you just, you go down there drunk and things are slippery. So you just kind of wander down a little bit. You don't go, I've not ever done a full penetration. I, I have heard people who have genuinely been, like, it has genuinely been put in the wrong hole, a finger or other things, on accident. It was, like, a true accident. I'm always very curious as to like, how drunk were you? How, how, cause like for, I, in my, like it doesn't ease in unless I have a very tight butthole. I don't think things ease into the butthole. I don't know. But the first time doing anything sexy ever. 
And you got, you got fingered in the butt. That's scarring. But <laughs> that, I don't know. I'm always curious. I'm sorry that was your first experience. I wish that people waited a little bit longer just to have their first experience not be so clumsy. I, I waited a while to start sexual things, and I'm kind of glad I did because it wasn't as clunky. It wasn't as like, it, is this your vagina? No, it's your butthole. Whoopsie. It's a little more smooth. Um, and so I don't really, like, there wasn't a lot of like shame in it. There's not shame in that, but like, I don't know. If you just wait a little bit longer, people are, are in the know a little bit more. That's all. All right. I'm sorry. Next person. Emily. (laughs) Show your feet, please. We love them. Both souls to the camera. It's my throwaway account. Emily's on its throwaway account. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that feet fetishes aren't real and people just joke about them. Or people use them to start scamming each other. It, Emily's saying it's real. Feet fetishes are like truly, truly real in the mind. They, they did a... Oh, oh, they did a thing. This is why I wanted you to have a microphone, because I knew eventually I would start talking to you. There's a human in the room. I'm going to talk to it. Come here. Come here. Just sit on Blaze. He's taken up the entire couch. Come on, Em. While she scoots on over here, let's check to see if we have another sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. Hello, good people. Um, I read the other day, aka I'm pretty sure I saw it on TikTok, but I have seen it before, like in articles, where the section of the brain that um, like takes in your sexual needs is right next to the section of the brain that interpret. What was it? It was basically <laughs> where where. No, no, no. It was like something about feet in the section of your brain that like is in charge of sex and like your sex drive are really close together. And so they say sometimes the like wires get crossed. crossed. You're welcome. So like feet fetish, like I'm not shaming a foot fetish. Like as long as everyone's a consenting adult and fetishes. Okay. So if someone like is willingly putting their feet online and someone is happily consuming that content, great. Um, But I've, I've never really, I've, I think why I don't believe it is because uh, I've never met anyone, but that is a very small-minded way to live life that because I've never met anyone with the fetish that it exists. So she found the quote-unquote article. Um, I'll read it. Apparently, this part of the brain is right next to the part of the brain that controls your feet and toes, he explains. Oh, someone's explaining this. It's so easy for these wires to get crossed because they're literally bumping up against each other. That's why foot fetishes are the most common fetishes in the world. I think that's my thing is I'm like, how have I never met someone with a foot fetish? They probably have. They just don't tell you. They probably, I probably have, but they haven't told me. Yeah. I mean, all right. But I've had like, I've known people, I've met people who were like into bestiality. So like, I'm not, I didn't, I don't condone that because an animal's not consenting. But like, how did I meet a bestiality person before a foot fetish person? But I guess that's just, they're not talking about it. That's true. Your fetishes are your own. That's fine. Um, next. I texted this guy I liked on accident that I got a tampon stuck in me. Stupid Siri. What? That you ax- You- Did you ax- actually get a tampon stuck in you? 
how do you get a tampon stuck in you? My, did you get a tampon stuck in you? Emily, where's your fucking microphone? (laughs) Hold on. Pausing. All right. Emily's got a mic now. Emily. Hello. How did you get a tampon stuck in you? Um, okay. So how, I was a gymnast, right? We all know this. And you can't. Do do they? Well, now they do. Um, and you can't wear pads in gymnastics because you wear a leotard, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, I have a heavy flow and a wide set vagina, so it's not like I can just wear a panty liner, like something, same. something had to go up there. Um, yeah. Same. And so when I got my period and I had my first competition and you know, I was in a hard spot, I said, mom, what am I supposed to do? So she handed me a box of tampons. She took the instructions out of the box, opened it up, pointed to the instructions, shoved me in the bathroom, shut the door and said, don't come out until you figure it out. Cool. Awesome. Thousand percent. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, my mom showed me way before I even had a period how to put in a tampon and then was like, do you want me to come into the bathroom with you? It would have been nice. I oh, also side note, I had a friend, her mom put in and took out her tampons until she was 17 years old. No, 17 years old. No, with how often you have to change your tampon and how often you have a no. That's mm. it's a little that's interesting. A little, I'm going to say crossing a line of a, some sort. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'll, I'll I'll cover you for like the first one or two periods. I got I you. will be in there coaching you. Yeah. I'm not going to take it out. Mm, or, unless you like are in dire need of help. You could take out your own tamp. You literally just pull I, the string. Mm, OK, I could not. Well, did you put it in like diagonal or something? Yeah, because I, I was like shouting from the toilet and I was like, mom, it's like not going in. It hurts. Was it the cardboard ones? No, she actually bought me like the plastic, like Playtex. Yeah, those are easier to put in. Yeah, but she was like, angle it towards your lower back. She was like, don't stick it straight up. Angle it towards your lower back. So you're like sitting on the toilet. If you try and angle it straight up, it's basically going to hit the roof of your vagina. It made sense at the time. Um, I literally don't remember. I use flexes now. I don't remember. How to put yeah. <laughs> Well, it was just, I was taking too long and I was getting frustrated and she was getting frustrated. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm just going to shove it in. And so I shoved (gasps) it in as hard as I could. And I pressed the little applicator thing up as hard as I could. So it ended up twisting sideways. So it was in me horizontally. No. Yeah. And because I was like such a light bleeder because it was my first period and like whatever and my mom and the instruction said change every three to four hours. So I went to go rip it out. Yeah. And that puppy was dry that was dry and Mm, sideways mm -hmm. oh my god it was traumatizing (laughs) having a sensory thing i couldn't okay i tried to use those cotton tampons for a while um they're like all organic just cotton like because tampons are like filled with shit that we don't know what they are right and so um, i want to say like three four years ago um they started introducing like cotton tampons but oh. they would always, like, the tip of the tampon would always get, like, stuck to the, no. to the back. Like your cervix. Vagina. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I would, oh, I'd feel it pulling. And you'd pull out the tampon. The whole surrounding would be, like, soaked in blood. But the tip would be dry. And you could see it frayed. Like, it no. had stuck in there. I hated it. Like, I eventually used... you have, like, a whole sweater up your cooter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd have, I hated it. Um, yeah, I had a friend who her boyfriend had to fish her the string. She'd use the ones that without applicators that you yeah. stick up with your vagina and the string got lost up in there as well. Oh, and she pushed it all up too far. And her boyfriend got a flashlight and had to open her vagina Aww. and fish it out. Good boy. 
Yeah. He was like, I'll get it for you because she could not find it in her own vagina. Wow. Well, I think that, I think, <laughs> just, yep. There needs to be more YouTube videos on how to yeah. insert different things. And then uh, I think there's such a phobia of like touch, like really knowing your body and really yeah. touching and moving around um, that like people don't know how, what to do in those situations. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Well, thank you for sharing your story. You're welcome. All right. Back to more things. You can chime in if you want. Okay. <laughs> or you can go back to editing. It's up to you. Sometimes when I fart, I waft it up so I can smell it. Well, I, that's gross. Everyone likes the scent of their own brand. <laughs> I don't. Oh. My mom never taught me how to use a tampon and I wore them wrong for months. Oh, like Emily. Wait, like hot dog style? Like you just open yeah, how up the do, lips? How are you wearing them wrong? How are you? Just place them between the lips. <laughs> just like a little pillow. <laughs> just straddling a little pillow. <laughs> lips just hugging on for dear life <laughs> got that gorilla grip fucking a i was doing the deed with my girlfriend and we lost the toy in her pussy it took three and a half hours to get it out <gasps> don't put anything losable up there that's like don't put a beat up your nose like don't yeah, the only thing up going up there, sh like, don't put bullets up there. Don't put little finger wands up there. That is like dildo strap on fingers, a penis, if you like that. Only hardy, girthy, hardy, girthy materials, long things. Don't put little time. That's a, okay. This is going to be a tale to, to warn others. Don't stick shit up your vagina that can get lost. Oh, especially if you're by yourself. The ER nurses say that there are a lot of things that are they're just pulling things out of people's buttholes and vaginas all the time because people just lose that shit up there. Yeah. Be I, smart. I had a friend that she got, um, what are those Kegel balls called? Like, I have no idea what those, are, what those are. It's like these little metal balls you can stick up your vagine and like you have to squeeze your vagina to like Kegel to keep them up there. Well, she was a little too tight and it got stuck. So I got a towel and laid it out on the floor and had her squat and cough. <laughs> Oh my God. You did. You made her do that. Well, she was panicking. She was like, I need to go to the hospital. I'm like, you don't have health insurance. Squat and cough. <laughs> Get into it. And then they pop out. Lit some candles. Did they come out? They did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I would have just stuck some lube up there. Relaxed. Mm. You know, just wide girthed it for a bit. <laughs> I don't think we had lube. Coconut oil works. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> when my fish was sick for like three weeks, I just flushed him instead of waiting for the death. It's <gasps> fucked. That is so fucked up. Wait, I'm sorry. How did you, how is it? What are the symptoms of a sick fish? Maybe like not eating. Were you just like impatient? You just wanted him to die? What the fuck? That's Ready? fucked up. Do you... All right. I won't make allegations about you, but whoa, that was not cool. My friend knocked on the softball park bathroom as I was peeing to tell me my dad was getting arrested. <laughs> She's like taking a fat dumpy. <laughs> Samantha comes along. Hey, your dad's getting arrested. Does this mean no pizza for the game? <laughs> Oh, man. I'm sorry about your dad. That sucks. I used my 
no, no, disgusting, crossing a line. I don't want to read this next one. I am disgusted. I used my mom's vibrator many times. Anonymously, please, obviously. You used your mom's vibrator? No. No. That's a giant fucking no. I mean, she came out of there, so it's like full circle. And then she came. (laughs) Vagina to vagina. Your mom didn't orgasm while giving birth to her. Some women do. Did you watch that documentary? No. When will people learn? I don't watch documentaries. Wow. Well, (laughs) and when Abby watches them, she gives me an hour long (laughs) summary of all of this. I love that shit. Like, tell me more. (laughs) She tells me the hour long documentary and she gives me every frame by frame frame by frame pretty much. So I feel like I've watched every documentary. I'll watch them every once in a while, but. It's a it's a lot, but no, I have not. I believe that. Yeah. I also know that women doing ab workouts can have orgasms. I am determined to experience that. If you hold a chin up for a really long time. What's a long time? Like over a minute. It's you're clenching those muscles to hold yourself up with a chin up. Y'all about to see how ripped I get trying <laughs> to do this shit. God, you've really transformed your body. What's your motivation? I'm trying to have an orgasm. <laughs> Fuck myself, my girlfriend, my vibrators. I'm a workout to get this shit. Whatever. Uh, don't use your mother's vibrator, please. That's disgusting. That's gross. It is. You don't want to swap the pussy uh, juice with your mom? Oh, please. That's disgusting. Don't ever use the word mom and pussy juice in the same sentence. <laughs> and next. Um, all right. This person sent in three. Wait. Oh, it's one it's big story. thing. Once on vacation with my mom and stepdad where you know with... Were, oh, once on vacation, my mom and stepdad were, you know... With me and my stepsister and my little sister in the room thinking we were asleep, my mom made us all take melatonin before bed. And at that moment, when I woke up in the middle of the night, I knew why. That is so not okay. Drugging your kids to get some. (laughs) Naturally drugging your children to fuck with them in the room. (laughs) Get a different hotel room. Mm-hmm. Go to the car. Bathroom. Bathroom. Literally. Yeah. The bathroom at least. Anything. Take a shower together. Literally go to the spa, the hot tub at the hotel. That's still gross, but still anything. Spare your children. Spare your children. Like I know it wasn't like a kinky thing for them. Well, no, I don't know this, I but hope- I'm, I'm 99% sure it was just literally they needed to fuck on yeah. vacation and their kids are there. Oof. So disgusting. Yeah. This is why I don't have children. So that you can fuck openly whenever you want. Yeah. Also why I refuse to let you share a hotel room with us. <laughs> Every Told time you. we talk about vacations, I'm like, yeah, I'll just crash with you guys. I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'll wear earplugs. <laughs> nope. <laughs> if we ever do that, I just kind of slide you with melatonin. <laughs> That'll be my signal. Get out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ew. I'm so sorry you had to deal with that. My apologies. I broke up with my ex-girlfriend because she didn't look like JoJo. Is that bad? Yeah. I'm gonna what the fuck again that, why do people think it's okay to send these things why is what the fuck so n- you're a bad person <laughs> like it's okay to have a type 
It's totally okay to have a type. Date that type. Don't date someone else and then be mad that they're not that type. That's like me dating Abby and being like really fucking pissed that she's not five foot. Not that five foot. That's not my type. But like, that's weird. She like comes home with like bleach. Yeah. <laughs> Sally's salon. Don't, one, don't date someone and try to change how they look um, ever. And then also don't date people if you aren't attracted to them. Also, don't compare your significant other to literally anybody else. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. But I'm assuming you're young, so you'll learn. I shit on my boyfriend's penis while we were having sex. Dot, 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 twice. <laughs> were you having butt sex or did you just gotta go? Weren't you the one that said stick your finger up your vagine when you need to go? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. My thing is if I got a shit, I will not have sex if I got a shit. I will go no. shit first. I can't fuck while it having to pee or shit or anything. I got to be cleared. Same. And it, so, I don't want to be uncomfortable. Right? Yeah. Also, if like I'm gassy, no. Ooh. Because I don't want to accidentally toot during. Have you ever tooted during sex? No, thankfully. I have. Oh. They didn't know. At least I don't think they know. Well, at least they were nice enough not to say anything. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. I'm pretty loud. Did so. it smell or was it no. just... It was My just... toots normally don't smell. Lately. Well, listen, I hadn't pooped those mornings when they, those were happening. Those because the poop was in the way. I forget. My you. morning, my morning toots might stink because I haven't pooped yet. I if love I... you regardless. <laughs> Thank you. Blazing their hand has been hot boxing the shit out of us the last God. few days. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry you shit on your boyfriends twice. <laughs> now it's just a thing. <laughs> um, one time I gave a guy a blowjob and my ho- I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And my horseshoe lip ring ball. That's a fucking mouthful. My horseshoe lip ring ball got stuck on his penis hole. (laughs) So much. Not me just trying to figure out what the fuck a horseshoe lip ring ball is. Is it like a septum on on your lip? It's It's a ring, like a nose ring, but it has a ball on it. And it got stuck on his penis hole? On his penis hole. That's, oh, that's was like, it like right in the middle of your lip? Sometimes they can be. Sometimes they're off to the side. I'm just saying that was God's timing. Like for saying, all. Of- no, no. You don't have to do this anymore. And fuck the men. <laughs> oh, well, Abby's home. All right. Um, my fiance is named after the guy his mom thought was his dad, but actually wasn't. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> That's so fucked up. <laughs> oh, I walked in on my roommate and her boyfriend having sex and they got me ice cream to apologize. That's cute. That's it's going to happen with roommates. It's a oh. good exchange. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. At least they were considerate. Yeah. They're like, hey, we're embarrassed and so are you. Here's some ice cream. I've masturbated with the nipple part of baby bottles. What? 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 I'm confused. I'm pr- is this a, this is a girl sending this in? What? <laughs> Sometimes the nipples on baby bottles are hard. So why you gotta masturbate with a baby bottle? There's so many other options. There's so many other options. What the fuck? I would never touch a baby bottle nipple and be like, I need to put this on my clit. <laughs> what? I okay. 
vibrators sex maybe toys. they're like young like they can't buy sex toys yet yeah vibrating toothbrushes oh i mean that's not my jam but like just go to the, the, the grocery store and grab one it's better than nothing your finger uh, uh hairbrush ha- handle hair- okay <laughs> i'm trying to Let's- think of cylindrical things <laughs> penne pasta (laughs) no nothing that can get stuck remember i thought she was on the outside oh she's on the outside um yeah i mean a hot cheeto a bar of soap (laughs) okay the corner of it or something (laughs) it's wet lubricated might feel good haven't tried it no not until you try it em um any i just feel like did you give the baby the bottle nipple again oh also, I feel like anything baby would just completely dry me up. Yeah. Not into that shit. Yeah. So let's come up with other options. Yeah. Let's be problem solvers here. There are other options. I have a six-week-old, and I don't like being a mom. Oh, that's pretty normal. That happens a lot. Yeah. Um, that's really hard, and that sucks. I'm really sorry. That's a genuine, I am so sorry. Uh, they might grow up to be your best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, like you might just not be into babies. Uh, that it's fucking hard to be a mom to like, especially babies. And then you might there's different stages. I think there's always a stage where the parents don't like their kids. Well, it's usually the stage where they are just went through a major trauma. Yeah, pushing a watermelon out of their cooter or getting yeah. surgery. Yeah, no so sleep. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not sleeping. You're you know there's postpartum depression you may mm-hmm. be going through. There's a bunch of shit. I am so sorry. Stick with it. Be the best that you can be. Um, And ask for help when you need it. Ask. Yes. Ask for help. And, you know, no, it's not their fault. Yeah. (laughs) That might help. Like, this is what it is. You're going to get through it. And you'll, I assume, like, if you don't hold resentment for them, I usually, from what I've heard, I'm not a specialist and everyone's different and I don't have babies. You you can create a bond later. Mm-hmm. It's usually, it's hard for like, I know a lot of dads, it's hard for them to bond with their kids until they're about three. Oh. Um, Cause it's like, they didn't like, there's just like this disconnect for them. So that, and I know that that happens with women sometimes too. So no, you're not alone. I am so sorry. That's the end. <laughs> I accidentally named a fish pussy when I was seven years old. It died five hours later and I cried. What a whirlwind. What? It's a traumatic experience. Uh, your parents have a sense of humor. <laughs> I used to make out with my best friend as practice, but turns out I was just a lesbian. I used to like to make out with girls when I was drunk because I thought I was like, ah, it's just a fun drunk thing to do. I'm gay. Same. Okay. If you're making an excuse to make out with girls, mm. yeah, don't just realize you don't need an excuse and you could just do it and it's okay. I slept in the same bed as my mom until I was the, at the end of high school, anxiety-related causes. I have heard about people doing things like this, like their parents have to be in the room with them mm-hmm. or stuff like that. Um, at that age, I'm always going to recommend therapy. Yep. It sounds like your mom loves you, but also too much love could be the problem. But I'm not a therapist, but I'm glad you have a mom that loves you. Yeah. All right. Um, I used to hump everything as a child. What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, did you not? Oh, I was this you? I thought this was relatable. Thought you're gonna be like, lol, same. No, I did not hump everything as a child. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, me neither. 
No? All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did that help everything? Cool. Moving on. <laughs> oh, we got a long one. Okay. Oh, I should have gotten to these earlier because we are almost out of time. Wait, can I tell you which one to do? Yes. And then we'll save the other ones for the next because. Okay. You're this almost one out of time. had me crying laughing. All right. Here's a long one. Confession. I think I know this name. Okay. One time I was in London Bridge Station and was waiting for my train with my friend. One minute for the train was supposed to leave. We realized, oh, one minute before the train was supposed to leave, we realized we were on the wrong platform. We, spent, we sprinted to the correct platform and made it just as the train doors were closing. In a blind panic, I ran to the door and shoved an elderly woman out of the way so I could get through. My friend stopped to help her and I turned around to see the doors closing while she was still on the other side. I panicked again and stuck my finger through the door, pulling it open while screaming. I managed to get through the doors and the elderly lady stared right into my eyes as she pressed the button to open the doors again. They opened straight away and we all got on the train. <laughs> As soon as I stepped onto the train, I realized that we were in the, on the first class coach and they had all just seen me screaming and prying doors open like some sort of demon. What made it? Oh my god. Okay. Oh, what made it worse is that there was a delay and the train didn't start moving for another 20 minutes. Oh my god. <laughs> the fact that she shoved the old lady out of the way and then her friend had to come and pick her up. And she tried to help by prying the doors open. The old lady just pressed a fucking button. And then she just had to sit there. <laughs> you're you're in a fantastic storyteller. <laughs> Thank you for this story. Is there another one? That's Ooh. good because that one got me. That one fucking got me. Holy shit. Oh. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I'm exhausted now. <sighs> um, Not as good. Like no. that, that was like. All right. Then I think had. we're going to leave it at that and we will save the other ones for the next time I do one of these uh, uncensored confessions. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining. If you ever have any uncensored confessions, make sure you're following me on Instagram. So when I ask for more, you can DM them or respond in the Insta story. Also, if you want to just unanonymously leave them below in the comments, you're more than welcome to. Uh, We did go through those last um, this last time for these as well. Thank you guys. I love you so much. Please subscribe um, and follow wherever you're listening to this on. I love you a lot. Make sure you're following me on Instagram and TikTok. Make sure you're following Emily as well. Thank you for joining, and that's all. Bye! Thank you for listening to this episode of Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet where you can find the uncensored version of me, Rachel Ballinger. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please like, subscribe, or follow, or do whatever this platform tells you to do so that you can get notified every time I post a new episode. Love ya! When the cameras stop rolling... Now your clients are calling cut, only I call cut. That's a cut. The real terror begins. Don't be embarrassed about being scared. We're in a very scary situation. Go up yourself. I love this fur.
You can't write that shit. Listen to I Love Lucifer wherever you get your podcasts.